Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. Well, it was really sad uh, the other night. I saw a tweet and then another tweet and then a another post about the uh, Salem Statesman Journal's Pete Martini. You may remember Pete, who has come on this show a few times, but more importantly, more significantly, he covered the heck out of high school sports and prep sports in the Salem area and um, Pete uh, was dealing with cancer. He talked about it on this show when he joined us um, he, a couple of times in uh, 2022 and gave us an update on his battle with cancer. And um, unfortunately, the other night, Pete Martini passed away, Salem Statesman Journal, uh, sports writer and uh, AP voter, very a dedicated guy. I mean, his colleagues will tell you he was 43 years old, Longtime sports reporter in Salem. People who cover and read about high school sports in Salem know Pete Martini, but um, passed away the other night, and um, he continued to write even though he was sick. I'm going to play some of his audio from an interview we did in 2022 a little bit later in the show, but this was a guy who loved to report about sports and tell stories and um, really sad news out of Salem, the state capital. Pete Martini dead at the age of 43 and I can I remember I told Pete that Anthony Gold was coming on the show regularly this season and and uh, Pete says oh that's great Salem kid you know you're talking about and Pete had grown up in Salem graduated from Sprague High School played football there went to the University of Oregon became a sports writer at the Daily Emerald and then uh, got an internship at the Salem paper in the summer of 2001 and then uh, Started, uh, you know, his newspaper career. Anthony Gold, on that note, joining us now. Kid uh, who's got a Salem history himself. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. And I, I just want to add to that. Um, you know, I, I had a, a couple opportunities to be around Pete. Um, you know, he, he's a great dude. Um, you know, I'm, I actually saw the news the other day, and, you know, it, it hurts, you know, seeing, you know, just a, such, such a good person, you know, who just wanted to help help others, help help kids, um, you know, just do what they love and follow their dreams. And, um, you know, he's an amazing guy, and, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm lucky to have been around him. Yeah, and, you know, I told him you were coming on regularly, and he was like, oh, that's a great choice, West Salem High School kid. Like, he, you know, he knew all about you. He, start, he was just one of those guys who knew everything about everything that was going on in high school sports in that area, but... <laughs> You probably, you know, did did he interview you when you were playing in high school? Oh yeah, he interviewed me a couple times, and uh, we did. We actually went down to the um, where I'm not sure what the the newspaper he worked for was. Uh, the Salem Statesman, yeah, Statesman Journal. Yep, went to this the Statesman Journal. Um, actually went went and did a little project down there one time. Um, you know, super super awesome. Um, you know, he he loved what he did, and um, like you said, he. He tried to help anyone. It didn't matter the sport. It didn't matter the school. If you were in Salem, he, you know, he wanted to cover you. So, um, you know, it's super sad news. Um, you know, he'll definitely be missed. And, um, you know, Salem sports definitely, definitely felt it. There you go. Anthony Gold, uh, West Salem High School, talking about Pete Martini, Salem Statesman Journal. Anthony, uh, 
Big, big punt return last week against uh, Colorado. Huge moment right before half. You set up what ends up being, uh, you know, a, a one-play scoring drive touchdown pass uh, to Deshaun Fenwick on the net very next play. But give us an idea on that punt return. Were you thinking, you know, good return here, put us in position? What were you thinking when you were back there? Honestly, I was thinking score. <laughs> no, I'm still, I'm still kind of kind of a little frustrated I didn't score. You know, I think I, you know, I, those those two and the, the third one they called down, um, you know, those are those are ones I wish I, I could have back. But, um, yeah, you know, just do whatever I could to, you know, help my team get in position. Um, I think there was like a minute left uh, when we were about to get the ball. Um, Silas Bolden uh, went down there and uh, I think they downed the punt on the, the two-yard line. Defense goes three and out, so you know I just knew the I was going to get an opportunity to kick it backed up, um, and you know I just had to make the most of it. Yeah, and I think uh, obviously you did, and you and you damn near scored. I thought you were going to score too, and uh, you know when you get that moment where you know you're returning a punt and you're in traffic, you're kind of zigzagging around, you're getting blockers. Like I, I have to know, does it slow down for you in that moment, or does it feel frantic? No, I definitely. It's a weird feeling, you know, it kind of, things does slow down, you know, it looks kind of fast when, you know, when you're, I guess when you are running fast, it is fast, but, you know, when you're really just running through and trying to weave through and find the hole, um, you know, it's not, it's not like things are, you know, out of control or, you, you know, you're kind of worrying, but um, things do slow down and, um, I mean, that all goes goes back to the training and, you know, how you prepare, you know, if you prepare yourself throughout the week um, and leading up to the season, if you prepare yourself throughout the year and throughout the week, um, you know, focusing on I'm going to try and make every look as realistic as a game, then, um, you know, it's second nature. But um, definitely slows down a little bit, but, um, yeah, definitely not frantic. Give me an idea what it felt like for you guys to dominate for three quarters, and then it got a little dicey in the fourth. And as that is unfolding, um, I frankly was I was surprised they didn't onside kick there at the end. I think you were on the field with the hands team, and they decided to kick off, Colorado did, and, I, you know, I didn't think they were getting the ball back the way you guys were playing on offense. I was a little surprised they gave you they, they kicked off there. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, each each coach, you know, feels like, um, you know, their their way to win. Uh, we know we got the ball back. I think two three minutes left. Um, it was two. I think they want to say I want to say they had two or three timeouts. Um, you know, so for us it's four minute mode. Get a couple first downs and and end the game. So, um, I mean. We were out there talking like they don't have to onside it right here. Um, they can, you know, if they feel like they can play some defense, they're gonna they're gonna kick it deep. And I saw him put it on the tee, and it didn't look like it. he was lined up for for onside the way it was hitting on the tee. So I was like, he's probably gonna kick it deep. And sure enough, he kicked it deep. And um, but yeah, I know that's that's something we need to work on. Uh, you know, we talked about it uh, throughout the throughout the week was finishing in the fourth the fourth quarter. Um, you know, we felt like the game, we made the game a little closer than it needed to be. Um, just going out there and executing, you know, in the fourth and um, finishing the game uh, the way it needs to be finished. We're talking to Anthony Gold, wide receiver, Oregon State. This interview presented by Jamba. Uh, Anthony, you have Stanford this week. It's a sellout. It, that means that every home game will have been a sellout this season. You're sold out next week, a week from Saturday against Washington. What does that mean for you, a guy who's been in the program, to know that not a single ticket went unsold this home season. I mean, it's awesome, you know, just seeing, you know, the the progress that is is taken to, you know, get to get to this point. Um, you know, I, I say that we've all earned it. You know, um, everyone that's 
has worked around the Oregon State football program. Um, you know, it doesn't matter your role. Everyone's earned this, you know, and that's something that um, I think that we all take pride in now. Um, you know, we, we weren't the, the, the team everyone wanted to watch uh, a couple of years ago, but we knew through hard work and, uh, you know, to put our head down and really just, just grind that, um, you know, opportunities like this will come where every game, home game will be a sellout. So, um, you know, it, it definitely feels amazing. It's kind of, you know, it, it's a, a long journey looking back of, you know, just uh, how how long it's been since I've been here because um, it hasn't always been like that. But um, it's definitely cool to see, and, you know, I'm happy for the fans. Um, but more importantly, you know, I think that, you know, we've earned this as a team, as a program, um, and, you know, there should be more to come. Anthony Gold with us. Stanford on film. What do you see when you look at Stanford? Yeah, I mean, they're a team that plays hard, you know, and that's just like it's like every week, week in and week out. Um, you know, they're they're a team that plays hard, and they're a team that's come in, you know, thinking they can win, expecting them themselves to win, you know, and that's you know that's something uh, um, Coach Fence always likes to tell us is, um, you know, upsets are only upsets to the people outside of the arena, you know, so. Um, they're coming in. They they think they can win, um, and you know they're they're a well coached team and they play hard. So um, it should be a good game. Um, but you know we're just focusing on doing what we do, um, to being physical and executing, and you know that's that's all we've kind of been focusing on all week. You know you see some teams that will uh, will come after you. You have some teams that have good good secondaries. Other teams are very physical up front. Uh, Stanford for you when you look at them, how do they compare? Or is there a comparison to another team you've played, and especially how they are in the secondary? Yeah, I'd say um, you know they got good athletes. You know, and that's all of, all around the field. You know, they're an athletic team. Um, they like to get guys in space. You know, they're uh, special teams. Uh, at least they're they're play, You know, it's a little unique. They like to do different things. Um, so yeah, you know, they definitely try and scheme scheme guys up. They they got good athletes over there. Um, you know. They got good players, you know, so um, you know, we're not taking them lightly. Uh, we're not looking past them or anything. Um, we know that they're coming in and they expect themselves to win, like I said. So, um, you know, we're just trying to come in and just do what we do and uh, to make it physical and, you know, fly around have fun on Saturday. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, everybody's watching you guys go and look. You know, y- nobody's talking about Oregon State, which is probably how you guys like it to a certain extent as it pertains to Vegas, but if you win three in a row here, you beat Stanford this week, you beat Washington at home, you go to uh, Eugene and win, um, you know, you guys are very likely in Vegas as either a one-seed or a two-seed in the conference championship game. I mean, it's still there for you. Oh, yeah, and that's, you know, that's that's not something, you know, we're kind of focusing on, you know. Um, We got three tough games ahead of us, and, you know, it's going to take our best effort and execution in, in all three games. So, um, you know, we kind of – the motto of this week is, you know, this is the biggest game of the year. Um, so we're, we're taking care of business and preparing uh, like it is. So um, every week is a, is a, is a big week, uh, especially when you're playing good teams and you're good, uh, you are a good team and you're in a good conference. Um, every week's, you know, the biggest game of the year. So uh, this, this weekend – will be the biggest game of the year, and then next week will also be the biggest game of the year. So, um, you know, just keeping that mentality week in and week out, um, you know, it helps us, you know, just not look too far ahead and, uh, you know, stay grounded and, um, you know, just just keep grinding day in and day out. Anthony Gould, I appreciate you. Thanks. Good luck Saturday. Yes, sir. Thank you, John.
All right, take care. There he goes, Anthony Gould, West Salem High School, now at Oregon State, wide receiver. He joins us every week, courtesy of Jamba. Jamba, life is better blended. Uh, loved what he had to say about Pete Martini, the sports writer at the Salem Statesman Journal, who passed away this week. Sad story. Um, I brought Pete on the show a couple times. I messaged with him frequently on Twitter, and it's particularly since he had been very public in talking about his battle with cancer and chemotherapy. And, you know, I just checked on him a couple of times just to see how he was doing. And so it knocked me off my feet the other night when I saw that he had passed away because I, you know, thought and hoped that he was doing better. And I had not messaged with him since April. But at that point, he had sort of said he was going back in, he was having more chemo, and, you know, I knew he was in a fight. And so we tried to bring Pete on the show a couple times, and we did in January of 2022, and then in September of 2022, we brought him on the show just to kind of be like, you know, let's talk about football. Let's talk about the fact that you're an AP Top 25 voter, and tell me about your ballot. And we did that kind of interview with Pete, but... I mainly was just wanting to recognize a guy who has poured himself professionally into the high school sports scene in the Salem area and, you know, done it at a high level. And obviously way too young to be dealing with cancer and chemotherapy. And, he, you know, he's so positive. He fought so hard. And so when I saw the news the other night, uh, you know, I went, oh, no. And, and it just it hit me right in the chest. And so I want to give you, you know, just a, just a segment, just a taste here of Pete Martini, who joined us, you know, in, in September and last January to talk about, you know, his teams, the top 25 poll, what he thought of Oregon and Oregon State. But we eventually got to his battle with cancer. And here's, here's Pete Martini in his words. It was uh, just about a year ago, Pete, that I saw... Uh, a tweet from you talking about chemotherapy and cancer. And, uh, I, you know, I sent you a message because, uh, you know, I, I uh, just wanted to support you. And, uh, and then just uh, a couple of months ago, you reached back out and said there was a little bit of a setback. Can you fill in our listeners what's going on? Yeah, so, um, so I had four cancers. I was diagnosed last year. Um, I went through six months of chemotherapy. And then I went on to an antibiotic that was supposed to keep it off and uh, hold back the cancers. And then in November, there was a little bit of activity with the uh, cancer in my lung. And so we had to go back on chemotherapy, uh, actually starting last week. Um, I'm going to do six months of that again. And um, the good news is that I'm starting this one, this, this round of chemo, in a much better spot than I was a year ago. You know, a year ago, I was hospitalized. I had a transfusion and then started the chemo. Um, this, this time around, the, uh, there's, a, there's a marker in the blood that measures the cancer, and I'm significantly less than where I was a year ago. To give you a reference point, a year ago, that marker was at 4,500, and right now, that marker's at 31. So it's, it's, it's not a lot of cancer in there right now, but they just want to be, my doctor wants to be, extra cautious with it, wants to knock it out early. Um, so that's what I'm doing now. Now, the first time around, I did not work during the, the chemo treatment. 
just turn around and keep working. Pete Martini, our guest, uh, sports writer, Salem State, Statesman Journal, lifelong Oregonian. Um, you know, I, I want to give you support. I know you've got a ton of support there, and I know our listeners are with you as well, Pete. Uh, and, you know, the decision to work, is that is that because it you know you can focus on something else, or is it just you feel better this time around, or what uh, what makes you want to work through it? Uh, definitely both of it, but, but the, the big part of it is that I can't just go into hiding for another six months like I did last year. It's just too hard on the psyche. You know, yeah. I've got to be out there. I've got to be a part of it. I've got to be doing things. Well, we're going to drag you on this show when you're up to it. How about that? That sounds good. Hey, give me an idea. Uh, Braves fan as well. Is that right? Yeah, I grew up a Braves fan. Just, you know, a big part of that was they were on, they were on the Superstate TBS every day. Um, and so I kind of fell in love with that. And to be honest, the, the first time I started watching them, it was because Dale Murphy was on the team yeah. and he was an Oregonian. And I thought it was really cool to kind of watch him. My uncle had played against him in high school. Uh, so uh, it kind of started with that. And then they had their magic fun in the 90s. And so I just, yeah, just always kind of been a lifelong great fan. That's Pete Martini, who grew up in Salem, graduated from Sprague High School where he played football. He uh, has been working at the Salem Statesman Journal since 2006 and covered high school and college sports. And his last byline published on Monday. Uh, he's survived by his father, his sister, brother-in-law, nephew, niece, all of Kelso, Washington, and uh, a whole bunch of athletes like Anthony Gold, who just joined us, who uh, you know had the pleasure of being subjects of his coverage. Leave it here. Oregon football coach Dan Landing in the 4 o'clock hour. Punch it audio in the 4 o'clock hour. 5 at 5 coming up top of the hour. I was at the airport today. I got to say something about the airport just real quick. I got to get this off my chest. Like, you find out a lot about people at the airport. You find out if people are self-aware at the airport. You find out if people are rude at the airport. You also sort of get this melting pot of any region at their uh, international or regional <laughs> airport. Um, you know, because you got to make decisions, when you go to the airport, you have to make a decision like, you know, what am I packing? What am I wearing? What am I going to bring with me? You know, uh, am I grooming myself today or not? You know, you have to make some decisions. You're, there's some decisions that have to be made that are revealing. You know, so you see sometimes you see people look like they're camping coming through the airport. Other times, you know, business guys in a suit, he's got a briefcase going through the airport. People with kids, you know, they look like they, uh, you know, they're pushing uh, giant cart filled with all their luggage kids hanging off the sides like you know it's just a it's an interesting uh scene at the airport but nothing gets me more of my travel peeve than people who are not self-aware like i can i look i'm i'm entertained by what you're wearing what you're bringing choices you're making choices i'm making we can you know entertain each other that way but i when you step off a plane if you're getting off a plane and you step off the plane and you're a little confused about are you connecting to a flight, which way is baggage claim, where is the restroom, you know, questions that, that hit you as you come up the jetway. The one thing you don't want to do is not be self-aware. you got people behind you 
who are also deplaning, like there should be a voice in your head that says, hey, I'm not sure where I'm going. I need to step out of the way. I have seen this sin uh, committed over and over at airports where people who are deplaning, simply thinking of themselves and no one else, right, step off that jetway, and what do they do? They stop. They don't even get in an athletic position. It's not a jump stop. They just stop, and they just stand there bewildered for a moment while traffic behind them starts to build up. And I always say under my breath, that's a great place to stop. Man, they don't hear it. It's just me kind of saying, be self-aware, damn it. Like, or, or the other thing that gets me, and this doesn't have to be at an airport. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but... If you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.